0: The summer wind came blowing in from across the sea Hey Gators, how are you? It lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me Oh man, oh man, oh man, I've been uh, listening to some crooning this morning, I, I love I love the uh, the crooners, uh, the reason I'm listening, oh, oh by the way, welcome to the Gator community, uh, and it's uh, Saturday morning, and uh, I'm also uh, listening to the music to calm me down, because um, I've just managed to get myself, extricate myself, yeah, I've been extricated, extricate myself from the shower. I have had another door episode, you know, remember this week I've had the door underneath the sink, it's still off by the way, I can't get the joiners to come out, it's, it's not a big enough job, but I can't do it, so anyway, I was trying to, you know, get to involve the local uh, tradesmen, but I've just, well, they might come next week, but here's your hoping, so I've got that cupboard, um, that's open yet, and the doors, the, the cupboard door's leaning against the back door. So I get into the shower this morning. We've had a problem with the shower. I might have told you before. That it's one of those foldy doors uh, into the shower. So I get in there. I've fixed it many times. Get in there. And I'm shower, shower, shower. Hair, wet. Do All that. Then I try to get out. And the door jams. I can't. It's come off one of the runners at the bottom. So I'm in the shower. Managed, now, of course, I've switched the shower off. See, water. Um... And so I was in there, and I realised I I can't get the door open. The door to the shower just will not open. Whatever I do, and I'm trained to get out of places. Yeah, I'm trained, uh, but I could not get myself out of this thingy. Lucky enough, uh, my wife came up to put some washing away and realised my predicament after about five, ten minutes, because I was standing there trying to get out, and I was shouting, uh, but she couldn't hear it because the washing machine was going. So I stood there and you know what, it's, it's one of those moments when you think, how, how are you going to end it? How's it all going to end for you? And I was kind of hoping that maybe I would, you know, uh, it might be, uh, you know, passing away. I'll pass away at the recording desk or, or something like that. I would just kind of go quietly and I, I did not want it to be in my obituary that I died in the shower, trapped behind folded doors. I did not want that to happen. So, I, all that was flashing before my eyes. I know that's kind of self-thingy, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's still... It's, but it's one of those moments you, think you take everything into consideration. Anyway, my wife came and got me out, and that door, I've put it back on the runners, but now I'm a nervous wreck about the door. Is it going to trap me again? Am I going to have to take in, like, a, 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 a waterproof mobile phone for someone to get me out? If my wife had not been around... I would not have been able to do your podcast this morning. I know how much of a part of your life that is. But just think about me for a second. Stranded, locked in, in a shower cubicle because of a folded door. We're getting the shower done. We're going to get a new shower put in. But that's a way, again, we're on a waiting list of jobs to get the shower done. That's It won't be done. I can't see it being done much before Christmas. So I'm nervous right now. And I don't like baths. And the pressure in this house as well, uh, I don't mean the pressure of the house, but the pressure in the house isn't good enough uh, for the filled water, the bath up. I'm too I'm too on it, you know, I'm too show busy. I haven't got time for a shower, a bath to run. I have things to do. So now I'm stuck with this in my head. I was trapped in there. And I think I might have to get... Uh, Post-traumatic shower disorder, PTSD, that's what I've got, PTSD, post-traumatic shower disorder, for being trapped in the shower. Now, on the scale of things, I know it's not much, but you know, I am a minor, minor major celebrity, and here in the gated community, you know, I'm one of the kind of mainstays, well, apart from some of the, uh, the male strippers. But, so I had to list some crooners and uh, I got the Frank Sinatra and uh, I just kind of made me feel a wee bit better. So, it's me indoors. Anyway, uh, Handycock trying to rewrite history this week. Uh, He said that the lockdown uh, was started on the 16th of uh, March. I immediately went to my uh, my uh, my expert on dates my wife and I said Denise when did the lockdown start she said the 23rd of March she's got oh, she's got like a photographic memory for dates and things he said the oh, 23rd but Michael uh, but Tony uh, Tony Hancock <laughs> Matt Handicock stood up in the House of Commons and blatantly said the lockdown started on the twi- uh, on the 16th and it didn't and it just has gone. It, it, it's just saying it out loud, just going, yeah, no, no, and no, forget that. I, I'm telling you now, it started on the 16th. They were warned, uh, it should have started on the 16th. They were warned by the scientists, we're following the science, they were warned to start it on the 16th, but they waited a week. And it took the intervention from Mahon. Uh, Mr Macron, who said, listen, if you don't shut down, if you don't do the lockdown, we are shutting the border. So it might have been later. Who knows? Can we trust Macron? I don't know. But that's what they're saying. Macron just went, oh, ooh-la-la, you cannot uh, carry on this way because I will uh, stop you uh, crossing my borders. And that's when it started, 23rd. However, um, Handycock has said, it began the 16th. So it begins. The narrative begins, everybody. The narrative begins. As we build up to an inquiry after inquiry after inquiry, just remember all this as well, that uh, in amongst all this, we had Cummings, uh, comings and goings as he we went to Barnard Castle. Uh, in the meantime, Boris uh, Johnson, you remember him? He's trying to get us to lose weight uh, because he's worked out. Obesity is not good for the coronavirus, so he wants to do that. Um, but he, he, he announced this week that the employers, he wants everybody back to work. He wants you on the trains. He wants you on the buses. He wants you flying everywhere. He wants you doing that because we've got to get the economy going. So he said to the employers, here's what we want you to do. We want you to insist, you know, within reason for your workers to come back. We want them back in the offices. Yeah, you know, let's get them back in the offices and, and let's get them using public transport and everything and and, 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 you know, and using sandwich shops and using that. Let's get them back. But he's passed it over to the employers and the employees. You decide. You decide. It's up to you. You yeah, yeah, Providing you've done the right things, but it's over to you now. All right, we've done what we can. We've done it. We are the government, but it's now over to you. Uh, and he wants some kind of normality by Christmas, by November at the earliest, right? He wants some kind of normality. And I don't understand what what he means. Now, everybody's saying the new normal, but he he's like, what normal does he want? Is he, is back when he was at Eton, in the old days, when they had servants and everything? When, so but we want to get some, we want to have like open-air concerts, we want crowds back in the... Thing. Of course we want all that. But here's the dilemma... Here is my dilemma, that famous Welsh philosopher dilemma. Oh, dilemma! Here's my issue with it: is in the same breath he announced one point three. Oh no, it's three billion. It was three billion uh, a quid. Is going to the NHS for what? What? What do you think? Go on. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Preparing for the COVID second wave during winter when we have a lot of flu issues as well and we have a lot of uh, uh, death due to flu uh, but he's saying uh, to the NHS get yourself prepared make sure you're ready and here's three billion for you all right so we give you the money we've given you the money so you get prepared and make sure you are prepared by the way Because we expect it. We're the government and we want normality. But you're getting three billion. There's your three billion. You spend it properly. But the bloke from uh, uh, Patrick Valence, he was saying he doesn't think we should be doing uh, back to work. He said if everybody's productive enough from home, then uh, let's just carry on. And a lot of companies are actually looking at it and saying, you know what? Well, we're workers at home. They've just been as productive. It's been quite good, actually. They've done their bit. What's worrying uh, his backbenchers, the BBs, the backbenchers, that some of these companies might decide to pack in their big, expensive offices in the city and you say, right, we don't need a massive office anymore. We just need to be uh, with our workers. We can have a central hub, but they can work from home because they are working from home. Uh, The BBs, that just broke my heart, the backbenchers, BBs. Do you remember the BBs? Did you have them down in England, the BBs? Uh, They were the opposite of the Boy Scouts when I was a wee boy. Boys Brigade, hang on, let me just say, Boys Brigade. Yeah, Boys Brigade, yeah, they were a Christian youth organisation. We we were in competition with, we used to play them at football and rugby and everything. Uh, And I think if I remember rightly, we, uh, we beat them with the Boys Brigade. Join the adventure today. All right. Anyway, um... The backbenchers are getting worried that some of their rent might go because the companies go, no, we're not going to hang around. Let's get get everybody working from home. And in the meantime, I will move on. I'm getting this off my chef. Chef, I'm getting this off my chef. Oh, yeah, I've got a rough chef. Coronavirus cuts took away council's crisis capacity. Local responses to coronavirus outbreaks could be threatened by a historic lack of investment in public health, government advisers warn. Chris Waitey and Patrick Vallance were speaking as council were given new powers to close indoor and outdoor uh, spaces and cancel events in the event of a local lockdown. But they were asking, they were saying that they haven't got uh, enough investment in local places, uh, local councils, to cover all of this. So the areas of concern are things like PPE and the Public Health um, England set out areas for great concern uh, about national, inter, local intervention. So we're going to have to spend some money uh, propping up the councils again as they try to deal with the second wave, and there will be a second wave, listeners, but we hope it's not going to be as bad as the other ones. But they're going to have to deal with That's why Boris gave the money to the NHS, gave the money to the NHS and said, there you go. Be prepared. Get ready. But in the meantime, everybody else, get out to your concerts and everything and everybody get back to work. Hey, do you see this today? This is worrying because I'm a born-again gardener. Oh, yeah, I planted some plants yesterday. I put the plants in. Borders looking lovely. I really love the gardening. Man, I'm loving it. I'm loving seeing them and talking to the plants. I'm talking to the plants now. It's only a chance to get to talk to anybody really, apart from you on this podder cast from the gated community. Hundreds of British gardeners receive unsolicited t- 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 deliveries of garden seeds sent from China, marked as ear studs. Horticulturists have issued a warning after hundreds of British gardeners received unsolicited, obviously said that, uh, deliveries of seeds thought to have been sent from China. The mysterious packages have been posted to the customers who previously made legitimate seed purchases through sites such as Amazon. I've never bought seeds. uh, Such as Amazon. But many of the gardeners were left baffled after receiving unexpected deliveries, which were not paid for, and were marked as petals and ear studs, potentially to avoid customs checks. Now, do you remember the Huawei? Huawei! And the Chinese uh, threatened uh, there would be you know, there will be sanctions and uh, repercussions. Are oh, this are repercussions? They're sending seeds to us? Government officials say they have been made aware of the suspect seeds and it's understood that at least one police force has been notified. Will the police have a seed department? Now, horticulturalists... Uh, have warned people not to plant the unwanted extra seeds into their garden as it could result in the spread of invasive, non-native species. We don't want non-native species. We've got run species. She's Sue Westerdale, she's 63, by the way, who runs a... I don't know why that's... Anyway, she runs a beauty uh, business has been growing seeds in her spare time I was among those to receive an unexpected package. She said, because of lockdown, a lot of people are starting to do vegetable garden and didn't do it before. My husband and I have ordered seeds from a number of our suppliers, all purporting to be from the UK. But we received a pack of four courgette seeds in a handwritten envelope from Serbia. Whoa. Wow. Then soon afterwards, we got this bag from China that said, Ear Studs. Is that the code? Is that the code for the operation? Operation Ear Studs. Containing large black seeds. She added, "You don't know what you're planting and how dangerous these seeds might be." But some people have become quite panicky. Well, you would be when you get seeds sent through the post. She did not. She didn't plant them. So good on her. Uh, she threw them in the bin after double wrapping them. Yeah, you've got to double wrap these foreign seeds. So uh, I'm now going to be your seed representative. If you get any seeds through the post, keep them. To, well, wrap them twice. And don't send them to me. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, we've talked about this before. Huge 50 mile uh, wide swarm of flying ants, so big to be seen from space. Now, we know about the flying ants who were in not so long ago. They came for their holidays. They liked it so much they've come back. It's uh, it can it's 50 mile wide. 50, uh, uh, so it could, it could be seen from space. As 84 degrees Fahrenheit heat launches scorching weekend. Ah. Now, why do you think they've got together like that? Do you think they all, they, they've got to go as a family? They've got their own little coronavirus bubble, these uh, flying ants. This flying lot of flying ants ha, ha, are doing a nuptial flight. They're having the nookie. That, yeah, it's like a massive flying ants orgy in the sky, which I'd like to see. Plagues of insects peppered the skies over Kent and Sussex on their nuptial flight during the heatwave. Perfect temperatures are set to give the Britons a glorious weekend, but not of you getting the flying ants. It looks like they're going to end... Where are they going to end up? It looks like Kent. Yeah, uh, Kent and uh, that, down that way. Kent and Sussex. Well, yeah, Sussex The posh people. They'll have, uh, they'll have their own netting or something. So the, um, this nuptial flight, uh, they mate... And it's uh, because of the heat. The heat is risen, and they've gone right. Nookie time. So the flying ants have all uh, you know, uh, WhatsApped each other, and say, "Right, let's get up. Who's up for it? Who's up for the cup?" The radar is actually picking up a swarm of flying ants across the southeast during the summer. Ants summer ants can take to the skies in mass emergence, usually warm, humid days. Ants swarm together to raise the odds of pairs. Ah. It's put, yeah, and uh, successfully mating and deter the predators at this vulnerable stage in their lives. All right, I wonder who the predators are, but the birds, will not it? Why is the birds just sitting in the hive, you know, trying to nick chips from the people at the Kent coast? And saying, you know what, I could just eat a flying ant right now. Yeah, you know, I can't remember the last time we saw them. <gasps> What's that? It's a 50-mile-wide flying ant orgy. We eat them while they're having a the nookie. Sounds kind of perverted, doesn't it? Another story in here is uh, which got me uh, going as well is that um, the countries that have got women leaders have done better with the uh, coronavirus. They're saying that, uh, you know, Merkel, uh, the women in uh, uh, New Zealand and everything. And it's what I said before we need more women in politics. We need more women because women don't start wars that often apart from people like Maggie Thatcher. But they're saying that women seem to understand the science better because they don't have the macho-ness. They don't have the machismo. They don't have the oomph, Yeah, I've got to prove to you that I am better. You know, they don't have that. They go with the signs. Angela Merkel, been brilliant with it. She's a, she is a scientist. Nicola Sturgeon, zero. Um, the, the, uh, the infection rate's going down. They've opened up very gradually. And she's done ever so well. But meanwhile, we've got men running. Look, at me. the only woman I can think of is Pretty Patel. Da Da-da-da, da da, da 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 da, Pretty Patel. So we need more women. So I'm saying to the women listening to, and we have a few women listening to us, that I, for some reason I do quite well with women listeners. I don't know why. Um, but say women, uh, girls, Young girls, we've got to train, and uh, we've got to say to young women, come into politics, please, because the world needs you, not just the UK, but the world needs you. So will you do it? We should sponsor them. We should say, come, come and be politicians with us, because we need you to come and save us. Oh, uh, news from the Gator community before I forget. Uh, the uh, pants people, the third generation of pants people, you know they've got their own uh, condominium here. Uh, the good news is that uh, they're all getting new hips. Um, we, it was an issue about them because, you know, they've been doing it for a long while now. Uh, the St Vitus Committee have a great St Vitus, our patron saint of entertainers uh, who runs the Gate community. He, we, You know, St. invited, but it's people. We never see who runs it, but, you know, Um, They've agreed to pay and subsidise the hip replacements for all the dancers. All six of them are getting new hips. Uh, If there is a wee bit of proviso, uh, if they agree to go back on tour with a minimum, and uh, the the nitty-gritty is is 48 weeks uh, of uh, entertainment, so they've got to go on tour. But I think that's not a bad deal. They get new hips, and I would have thought they want to show off their new hips and they're doing the splits in the places around the world. Uh, but that's great because a lot of them have never been anesthetized before. They'll need to be anesthetized uh, for the, And they're all very excited about it. The girls are very excited. So I'll let you know where that's gone. Uh, Bobby Tingle, I'm hoping he's going to be on the uh, the podcast tomorrow. So stay with you tuned. Uh, he's got an update uh, about what's happening to him. And um, uh, bad news for uh, the Reverend Doddy Dougal, uh, he's been finally dropped by. Uh, the your uh, thought for a day and the Radio Two thing—he's no longer required. Though he will get a shot on uh, Songs of Praise if it comes up and it's deemed possible. So, but he's still on—he's uh, still on Sermon Strike at the moment. Uh, you remember he's locked up for using artificial touch. He's still in there. I don't know any more than that. So that's that's you up to date with what's going on in the uh, Gate Community. Last one before I go. Oh yeah, because 21 minutes. Twenty twenty couldn't get any worse. Twitter users, uh, Twitter users are fuming after Cabri announces it's shrinking four of its chocolate bars, including Whisper Gold, Double Deckers. Get on board! Get on board! Get on board with the Double Deckers, uh, but they're not going to reduce the price. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Aren't, aren't capitalists great? That's a bit political, but you know what I mean. Uh, multi-pack items are affected by the changes as Boost and Bourneville Classics. Uh, smaller bars will cost the same but contain less than 200 calories each to tackle obesity. <laughs> <It's> so <silly. laughs> They're not going to take any hits. We're going to take the hits. Uh, it's almost like punishing you for buying their product, right? You get less, you, get less. you pay the same, but you get less because you are overweight. And it's obesity is the issue and uh, the companies are not going to go, well, okay, to be fair enough, we have caused a bit of this obesity, right? So it's, it's it's down a wee bit to us. So we, we we'll take word blame. No, 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 no they've got oh, we've got to be responsible, we'll reduce the size, <laughs> but we're not going to reduce the price. Uh has announced it's shrinking the size of four of its chocolate bars, including Whisper Gold and Double Deckers. And the change which applies to boost and Bournemouth classic will affect multi-bars, multi-packs. Uh, the shrinkflation. <laughs> it's gone cool in the papers, it will spark concerns that it is a new attempt to raise prices by stealth uh, based on the company's record of shrinking products without offering a corresponding cut in price. Yeah, I love this. This is just brilliant. It said, but we are being responsible. A Cadbury spokesman says, the list price for these products will not be changing at this time. Retail pricing remains at the retailer's sole discretion. <laughs> well, no, it's not. Because you sell the product to the shop owner and they sell at the price to try and make some profit, but you're not taking any. You're not you're not taking the money off. But we are overweight, folks. Uh, but it's all our fault. It's all our fault. Okay. So I'll take it in the oh oh police car just going. Oh, must be one of the celebrities getting uh, returned overnight partying. Uh, so uh, it's your fault. All right. Can we make sure? I'm gone now. Uh, I'm gonna go and look at my garden again. My plants. Um, I'm not going to touch, touch the uh, the shower door because I'm not doing that anymore. Wear a mask, everybody, please. It's up to us now to look after ourselves because clearly the government aren't really going to help us too much. So look after yourself. Wear a mask when you're indoors. Uh, keep the social distancing going because that's what the scientists want us to do. And listen in tomorrow because uh, Bobby Tingle, will, I hope, uh, will be live with us uh, for the podcast. In the meantime, I love you all in a platonic sense. Bye.